welcome to the podcast for St. Andrew's Community United Methodist Church, a loving, caring, overcoming community of faith where our mission is making disciples of Jesus Christ. It's so good to be back with you in studio today. I'm excited that you have joined us for another podcast as we are looking at a brand new series that we are in, Walk by Faith. We love having uh, the ability to be a part of your life, even when we cannot see you face to face at times. We love it that we get to have you listen to us ear to voice. So, And when I say we, as my good pastor friend always says, when I say we, I mean my friend, the guy the pastor, the man with the really good socks. <laughs> I was wondering if we were going to go there today. And, and, and I would just want all our listeners to know, during the week, I, I wear really boring socks, you know, because uh, I, I walk and pray in the morning. So I'm usually wearing, you know, some walking shoes right. and so some athletic socks. So my socks are pretty boring during the week. But Sunday morning, I, I try to get it going on with some good, good that's, socks. That's exactly right. Well, how are you today? Are you, you good? You know... Again, this is my favorite month yes. of the whole year. Oh, I love October. You know, baseball playoffs are going on. Football's yeah. going on. Fall, uh, the fall weather. Happening. In fact, I was going to compliment you on yes. your sweater Thank today. You. I'm a sweater. You've been ready for fall for a couple of oh, weeks because so you'll come long. in wearing long sleeves, and that's usually my says you're ready for fall. Yes, I'm so ready for fall. And boots. That is the real key when you've got some good boots on. You know you're ready for fall. Good boots give you toasty toes. <laughs> Which should not be confused with Tostitos. <laughs> oh, it's going Sorry, downhill that, that's fast. That's a private joke that we will have. If people want to know, they have to come ask right, us, and that lets us know ask. they listen to the podcast. That's right. That is so right. Well, and also in studio with us now for the last several weeks has been our good friend Jeff, the guy with the really good voice. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, right? that's excellent. Yeah. I know, right? How are you today, Jeff? I'm doing well. <laughs> so good. Sometimes I think I'd give a lung to sound like right? that, but if I gave a lung, I probably would sound, sound like, like that, that. You know, because it wouldn't have as much oxygen and my right. voice would be deeper, but we're not going go. to test that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, good. Let's <laughs> that's not. That's fair. That's good. But no, yeah, things are going good. Yeah. You know? Do you like October? I, I love the winter. Yes, I Winter do is my favorite time of year. My body hates it. Yeah. My I was going to say, that, that is <laughs> rare. I, you don't often hear people say that winter is their favorite unless they're like avid snow skiers or winter right. sports kind of people. But you are a winter sports person. You are. A little bit. A yep. little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you like a yeah. good hockey game. That's exactly right. It is, though, a true test of your uh, faith, I think, to be a winter person who lives in Oklahoma. Because we get the worst weather for any season, we get the worst weather, but especially in winter. Well, I'd take I'll, I'll take the snow more than I would the ice. But oh, me too. Like you said, too. we typically and and get I do the believe it was this time last year that we had that terrible yes. ice storm yes. that yes. destroyed so many trees oh, and other things. It and was so sad. And it's going to be seventy five today. That is my kind of fall. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I've always said I don't mind the fifty five degree days in an no. Oklahoma winter. It's right. those, you know. 
sub-zero, yeah. 50 mile an hour wind. Yes, that's, with the ice coming that's down. That's my yeah, favorite. So, so true. <laughs> well, friends, it is so good to all be together today. And I'm excited about the series that we are in. We're doing great things both on campus and off campus for this series. But as we are talking about what it means to walk this way, last week we started it off with looking at the scripture where Jesus literally says, I am the way the truth and the life. Right. And we know that as followers of Jesus, they were not originally called Christians. They were called followers of the way. And so it's so important for us, even 2000 years later to, to dissect what it means to walk in the way of Jesus Christ. And so that's what we've been doing. And then this past Sunday, DA preached a great sermon on what it means to walk by faith. And that's really what this whole series is going to be about all the different ways that we walk together. So tell us a little bit about this starting of this sermon. I, I think Sunday. a lot of times whenever we think of what does it mean to walk by faith, at least for me, the, the first scripture that comes to mind is what we use Sunday in Second yeah. Corinthians, uh, where the traditional translations say walk by faith, right. not by sight. Uh, the translation that uh, I used to preach from says, for we walk by faith believing mm -hmm. not by seeing and and to walk in the way of jesus you know jesus is the way we walk to walk in the mm -hmm. jesus way yeah is to walk by the things that we cannot see yeah, exactly. and, and jesus was uh, you know i was reading in quiet time this morning where jesus says to people you know you believe because of what you've seen mm -hmm. blessed are those who believe yeah. which again harkens back to abraham he didn't see the right promise it was he believed god yes and so uh when we talk about walking this way and walking by faith, it is uh, to walk by faith in who Jesus is and in yeah. the, the Jesus way, uh, which really kind of flies in the face of the cliche, seeing is believing. Right. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the reality is we do believe in things that we cannot see. Mm -hmm. And you, you may remember, gosh, this is an old 1990s movie flashback, but I think y'all were old enough to see it, you know, because y'all aren't quite as old as I am <laughs> but but there was a movie called Contact oh yeah uh, Jodie Foster. Foster there you, yeah. go. There you go and uh, I, I love the scene where Matthew McGonaghy or I can't ever say his name you know oh, that's good that's all right all right all right all right <laughs> <laughs> that uh you know he's like a guy who had studied for the priesthood but you yeah. know wasn't really into all that it took to be a priest yeah and, and she's someone that is totally about science and to me that's what the movie is about it's yeah. faith versus science and her father had died when she was really young mm -hmm. and the, the in the scene yeah you know, i think they're out on a balcony at a party and he mm -hmm. goes did you love your father? And she goes, of course I did. And he goes, prove it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because using scientific method, you you cannot prove that. No. And so th that's one of the reasons that we would say there are things that we believe, mm -hmm. even though we, we cannot see mm -hmm. them. Uh, and, you know, today we have the, uh, it, the technological advancement of like, ultrasound technology you know the, mm -hmm. the the opening story was about you know can you see the teacher's brain well are you telling me she doesn't have one because you can't see it right. we, we know there's a brain and there's there's ways we can see that yeah uh and so that that's kind of the foundation of what we were saying to walk in the way of jesus is to walk in the way that we we cannot see everything mm -hmm. but yet we can still believe we believe in love yeah. we believe in grace we believe in joy and yes. excitement and all those mm -hmm, things mm -hmm. well and it's interesting to me as i think about 
uh, how we live in this state on earth of having to walk by faith. Because if you think about how things started out originally in the Garden of Eden and God had created, you know, this beautiful place for people to be, and then we could walk with him freely, we didn't need faith at that time. Right. Because we could see and knew and experienced God in his fullness in that place. But, you know, and and I'm going to walk through this gently because it's kind of a mind-boggling thing. But when you think about the fact that um, in that moment, we didn't have to live in this uh, torn state of being where we have where we now have to walk by faith and have to believe in things that we can't physically touch or see. And it's just it's kind of amazing to me that God, you know, has made it in such a way that we're working our way back to that state of being with God. Uh, absolutely. Right? I, I mean, I'm sitting here thinking of the creation yeah. story. And after Adam and Eve, you know, eat the forbidden fruit, yeah. it says they heard God yes. walking in the garden. Yes. And they were afraid. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, this, this really does harken back to, you know, mm-hmm. wh- where we were taking us. And this is part of the context that, that Paul's addressing it with these early believers is yeah. to say uh, in, in this life, uh, we walk by faith, but he also says we continue to live mm-hmm. by that faith mm-hmm. uh, in in resurrection. Yes. So uh, you know whether it's this life or life after death, mm-hmm. you know we are faithful. Well, people. and how much faith pleases God, which I know we're going to talk about here right. later on in the podcast. Podcast, but it's just interesting to me when you think about we live in this temporary state on Earth of of really having to take one step at a time into our future, into our faith. And and really, I love it that, that Jesus says, you know, that, that as we walk in, in this way that is him, and as we see him, we see God, then it, he just, he said it to Thomas in the scripture we talked about last week. If you've seen me, then you've seen him. You do, right. in fact, know God because you know me. Well, I think about that for Thomas. He did get to physically see Jesus' yes. face. And he did get to touch Jesus and touch the scars in his hands. But even for us now, the same is true. If you know Jesus, then you have seen the Father and you do know him. And so we can confidently walk in that faith even though we ha- do not see and touch with our eyes and our hands and 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 jesus even tells thomas that he says you know you're blessed because you see but blessed are those who do not see and still believe believe. and so uh we we walk in relationship you know faith is um hearing with our heart faith is Mm -hmm. trusting in a way that we cannot see it's holding a hand that we cannot touch Mm -hmm. i mean those are things that we talk about Mm -hmm. in in walking by faith uh, but but there is a challenge even to those of us that believe uh, is and, and this was one of the things that I tried to really help people understand in the story mm-hmm. or in the sermon was um, when when we walk by faith we have to do it on God's terms <laughs> and, yes. and and not our terms I, I think as as human beings one of the things we always look for is can I have control of my life yeah. you know there are so many things in our experience that we know we just can't mm-hmm, mm-hmm. control uh and the great thing about walking with god is god is steadfast and immovable and god mm-hmm. is trustworthy uh, and because god is trustworthy uh we have to really 
bite on that, mm-hmm. you know, because God seems to trust us some more than we trust him. Yeah, And, exactly. you know, I shared the story about being called to ministry and how I was willing to do it mm-hmm. on my terms. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. And, and when, you know, again, I don't know that God ever let me, that God answered my prayer. Oh, yeah, here's what, what we're going to do. It. I, I sometimes now think that God's like, okay, if that's what you want to do, that's really not what I've got planned, but knock yourself out, boy. <laughs> right, right. I'm still here when you get on the other <laughs> oh, side. And when you're works. ready to do it my way, it's going to be a whole lot more joyful yeah, and better yeah. than what you're going to experience trying to accomplish this yeah, on your terms. that's so true. Well, and one of the things that came to mind in my own life with this is, you know, there was a time before I came to St. Andrews and I was making the transition from where I was to, to being here, but I didn't know that I was coming here right. yet. And I thought that I knew where I was going because God had sort of laid out this, uh, this map for me. And uh, the person that I was going to go work for had talked to me and, and really helped to guide me into a calling that had been on my life for a long time that, that I was finally working my way into. And, uh, and then all of that fell apart. Like I thought that the map was there and the steps were there and it was all going to work out beautifully and it seemed to all be coming into alignment with God's will. And then I got the phone call that none of it was going to happen. And I remember thinking and praying so hard. In fact, I, I happened to be at the church where my husband and I were married in Tulsa in the time when all this was happening. I was there uh, because I was working my way through the candidacy process for being a minister. And I had to go to Tulsa to uh, take a psychological evaluation. Oh, yes, the psych assessment. The psych assessment. And so they were telling me, yes, you are crazy. What you've known for all your (laughs) life is, yes, it's true. But no, I was there, and I happened to be driving past the church where my husband and I got married, which is this amazing Gothic cathedral. I mean, it is just one of the most beautiful churches in the world. And and I, I just felt the pull of God to go there. And so I went into the sanctuary. And it was beautiful because all the lights were off. And so all of the light was coming through all the stained glass windows, which they're probably like, I don't know how many stories high the stained glass window is. But anyway, more more than two, more than two, at least possibly three. And so I remember walking down the long aisle that I walked in, you know, when I married Phil and I walked all the way down the front. And it's just as quiet as I I can hear your good shoes oh, clicking on, on the, the floor ver- yeah yes because right it wasn't carpeted center aisle. no it wasn't and it was just so beautiful and so quiet in this moment and and the peace of god was so there and i remember going down to kneel at the uh kneeling rail and and having this moment with god where i knew that he wanted me to do something i knew that i was supposed to keep transitioning out of where i was into where i was supposed to go but having that door slammed in my face felt terrible like it just it felt so awful thinking that you were doing exactly what God wanted you to do and then he closes the door and so you're like what am I supposed to do and I remember kneeling in that beautiful sanctuary and and saying to him all of these things and I didn't get any answers I didn't get you're gonna go to St. Andrews or you're gonna do this or no none of those answers came all I got was just keep walking forward yeah at one step at a time and I thought okay, I'll just, every time I'm ready to take a step, I'll just make sure that's, that you're there and you're the one guiding me forward. And it, it was one of those things where I thought we were doing it on these other terms. Like I thought it had all been laid out. Right. And, and in a sense it had by him cause he'd guided me to that point for a reason. But then when the door shut, it was that guidance that he gave that said, I'm not going to tell you everything. I'm not going to tell you the answers. Yes. You don't get to see it all right now just keep taking the next step. And so that to me is a is faith because when you're trying to control it all yourself, 
you're not taking one step at a time with him. You're trying to take 20 steps in one step. And that doesn't, that's not usually how he wants you to do it. He wants you to take each step intentionally with him. And in doing that, he led me here to St. Andrews, Mm -hmm. which is exactly, I know, where he wanted me to be. Uh, We have no doubt. We're blessed by that. Well, me too. And and, and, and I want to, there's, gosh, there's so many things going through my mind I want to comment, (laughs) but but I'm going to limit myself to focus on on this part of your story because I think it's something that some of our listeners can probably relate to. And that is when when you knew God was moving you out of the position you were in Mm -hmm. and, you know, you were well compensated mm-hmm, over right. there, and 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 that's a scary thing because God, if I'm going to follow you, that yeah. means I have to leave the comfort and the financial security yes. of where I am. And I think that's probably a real thing a lot of people mm-hmm. can relate to. Is uh, so, God, you're calling me to do this. Uh, am I going to make money? Is right. our family going to be is able be okay? to live the way it it is? Right. Uh, and. That is a scary thing. I mean, mm-hmm. even, even Jeff, uh, you know, leaving a yes. company, a corporation that he had worked for for over 20 years, yep. I think, <sighs> to come here. Yeah. You know, it's like. Yeah. It's a big step it, of it's, faith, it's step isn't of it? Faith. Yeah, it really is. I mean, is. Cre- creating the position for Jeff here, yes. it's like, uh, we feel like this is a direction that we need to go as a church and uh, it, paying tremendous dividends but yes. it was scary <laughs> right exactly it's, it's scary exactly. going through our committees and saying well this is what we think we need to do but to yeah. pay for it we're going to have to make this shift and, yes yes uh, so uh, listeners please be comforted we're not just telling you <laughs> this is how you should you live. should do it yeah. i mean we we walk by faith too yeah. and and sometimes it's it's scary when uh-huh. we don't know uh exactly what God's going to call. And God doesn't always give us those terms. God doesn't always paint doesn't. the picture for well, us. Well, and don't you think, too, that it is so true that that God, there's a reason that God asks us to take one step at a time. I mean, when you walk, a walk is made up of only one step at a time. You right. really can't take four steps at a time. It just It's not how we're built. And so I, I tend to think in my own life when I, when I pan the horizon of my life, it's like the times when I was trying to rush ahead mm-hmm. were usually the times I was trying to do it on my own terms. Right. But the times when I was willing to wait and intentionally take each step with him, that's when I was able to gauge whether or not something was on my terms or on God's terms. And I think that's a good lesson for us. And, and sometimes we only learn that looking through the rear view mirror. That's so you true. Know, we, we don't know in the moment. Mm-hmm. One of the things you said that I found interesting was that, you know, when you're at that church where you were married, yeah. that, that God said, just keep walking forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Real Okay. Yes. <laughs> is, is there more? Right, <laughs> and, right. And, and that's a scary part of walking by faith is, is God doesn't always give us the big picture. Uh-huh. However, the good news, and, and if you're in that place in your life where, mm-hmm. you know, God may be calling you to do something, God's just saying, just trust me, this is all going to work out. Yeah. Uh, the, the promise is when you walk by faith, you never walk alone, right. that, that God is always with us. And, mm-hmm. and, and we brought that out in the, the sermon, but yeah. there was a part of that that I think is also important. Uh, and, and perhaps this shifts a little from believing to seeing uh-huh. is uh, when God is always with us, but here at St. Andrews with the vision of being a loving, caring, overcoming community of faith, this idea of community means, and, and when we walk by faith, uh, we not only walk with God, that God's mm-hmm. always with us, we walk with each other. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's a critical part. Didn't have time to bring that up in the, yeah. the sermon, but, uh, you know, 
we, when we walk by faith, mm-hmm. sometimes there are steps we take by ourselves, yeah. but what we discover is there are other people with yeah. us. There, you know, yeah. it's like, if I'm going to walk the plank, I would prefer to know somebody's <laughs> walking it with me. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Well, and one of the things, too, that came up just last night, in fact, uh, I was talking with my 15-year-old daughter, Callie, and she wanted to show me a conversation she'd had on Snapchat with a girl who is kind of distantly connected to our church. She's not really uh, primarily connected, but distantly. And she and Callie have been good friends for the last couple of years. But she she said, Mom, I want you to be praying for this friend, and so I want you to read this part of her text. Well, the text conversation back and forth was all about how this friend had been going through a really hard time and had distanced herself from the people that cared about her the most and the people that had drawn her to God. She just pushed away. And Callie, she said, was one of the people that had, had drawn her to God. So she was coming back to Callie and saying, I'm sorry, we've been such good friends, and I have just ignored you recently. Would you be willing to let me back in? I'd, I'd still really like to be friends with you. And it was so great to read Callie's responses of, I've been going through a hard time too, and we can always be friends. I'm always here for you. Let me pray for you. And that, to me, is is what that is when we walk together, that you're not alone. And sometimes you're when you're walking in the dark, which is a lot of what walking in faith can feel like, which is what we're going to talk about this week, this week. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, it feels you forget that there are other people there because you're so focused on trying to not trip in the dark that you forget that there's these other people around who will come alongside you and support you. But a lot of times you just have to reach out and you forget to reach out. Right. And again, one of the great thing about walking with community let you know we our church took the the walk recently around the park such a great time of fellowship and everything but let's imagine that uh somebody on the walk you know we had some people with dogs let's imagine a a dog got off leash and ran and hit somebody and knocked them down and they sprained their ankle yeah and they were at the farthest part of the park away from where their vehicle was Uh they're gonna need other people yeah to help them walk, yeah, and 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 that's part of it. Uh, sometimes when we walk by faith, uh, we feel like we walk alone. God is with us, but other times, yeah, we need someone to to help us when we're hurting. Yeah, to to love us, to care for us, yeah. to help us overcome. Sorry, cheesy, uh, you know, vision <laughs> statement of the church, but I but it really it. is what we talk about yeah. with um, our uh, community yeah. and, and what that means. So, um, you know, Paul writing that to the Corinthians, you know. We live by faith in this life, yeah. and here's what we expect after life. And and it's it's almost lost in the scripture when he says, uh, so whether in this life or in the life to come, mm-hmm. our goal is to please God. Yes. And and that's really, I think, one of the things that we should take heart in and take joy in is when we're walking by faith, uh, we don't do that just because, oh, we want to see how strong our faith is. Right. That, that's not the point. Right. Uh, the point is we're, we want to please God. Yeah. If God is calling us to do this, we want to be faithful to God because we know God is faithful to us. Yeah. And so our goal is to please him. And, and that's when we looked at the, the scripture from Hebrews mm-hmm. where it just really says, because without faith, yeah, it is impossible to mm-hmm. please God. I love that. I love it too. When you think about it at, from a 
parents' point of view. Like all three of us in here are our parents. And when when my kids, it doesn't matter if it was when they were two or five or now that they're teenagers, when they trust me, when when I when I ask them to do something and I know that they don't have the capability to fully understand what I'm asking and they go ahead and they do it anyway. It pleases me so greatly yes. because it reminds me that that yes, even though they don't have all the answers, they're trusting in my ability to have the answers, and they go ahead and do something that's hard without having all of the knowledge or all the answers. And I think that's just a very small glimpse into what it must be like for God when we do the same with Him. How pleasing that must be to Him when we say. I don't have to see it all and I don't have to know it all, but because I know who you are and I know your nature, I will follow you. And, and I think that is the kind of radical obedience mm-hmm. God wants from us that, you know, the obedience of Abram when God said, here's yes. what I want you to do was he believed God. He didn't have all the details because it was, you just, you start moving. Yeah. I'll let you know when you yeah. get there. Yeah. And again, that journey was not just A to B. It was A to B, B mm-hmm. to C, C to D, D to, you know. Yeah, I mean, right. It, it, the was, whole thing. Uh, it was quite a, a trip. Uh-huh. Uh, and just, you know, the the joy mm-hmm. that we have when, when we're able to experience that we're walking by faith, that uh, we trust that God does have it all planned. And when we finally get to that place where we see the plan of God, we're like, mm-hmm. and, 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 and that's when I'm like, you know, God, if you had shown me all that from the start, uh-huh. I would not have walked by faith. I would have right. walked by the end goal. I would have walked right. by what I saw. But because you didn't give me all the plan and I had to walk by faith, yes. what joy oh, it's amazing. I have for yes. what you have done. Well, and that is the perfect way to, to bring into being the fact that, when we walk by faith and not having all of the answers or understanding and we trust God enough to continue in his way, even when we don't have those things, it, it's beautiful that God in those moments actually helps us to build more trust in him. Right. But he actually helps us to build trust in ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that kind of fleeting, oh, only trust yourself. It's not like that. Yeah. It's more of this than the next time God asks you yes. to do it. Right. Yes, exactly. Then you say, OK, I know that God is going to get me through this and I can do it. I can do what you're asking me to because do. Because I, I have learned to hear your voice. Yes. I have learned to trust you. Uh, that that's why I can walk by faith and not w- not by sight, not have to worry about what I, I see. Mm-hmm. So, uh, wow, we could go on and on. <laughs> yes. Again, if this was on video, everybody would see how excited we get <laughs> when we talk about our hands these are moving. So, do you have any closing thoughts that you want to offer? I'm just I'm just thankful that you all are willing to walk with us and and grateful that you will take a step of faith. If God is asking you to do something and you wish you had all of the knowledge or understanding. You can count it a blessing in this moment that you don't have all of that, but you have what you need to keep walking forward. Yeah, friends, we're always glad that you would uh, seek to help your discipleship and how it is you follow Jesus by tuning into our podcast each week. And we always hope if you find something useful that you would let us know, but also that you would let other friends of yours know, hey, this is really helpful for me. Uh, We always like to have people join us on site for worship, three services, a traditional style service at 815 and then two other services at 930. 30 and 1050. Of course, the 815 and the 1050 services are also online. So when you're unable to come, we would love to give us a little shout out online. Let us know that you're listening. But I I just want everybody to know that this Sunday, October 24th, (laughs) big announcement. Yes. Big 
announcement. In fact, if you if you were not let down a couple of weeks ago, because we teased up the T-shirt giveaway right. for a long time, and, and people had to walk by faith. Yes, they did. <laughs> and, and, and not by sight on that. And, uh, and, and people love the shirts. We encourage you to wear those yeah. to worship. We love that. But uh, this Sunday's announcement is a bigger blessing yes. than the T-shirt. So, friends, we're so thankful that you would uh, join us in this podcast. We hope to see and hear from you soon. We pray God's blessings upon you. Hey friends, D.A. Bennett, St. Andrews Community United Methodist Church. I want you to know that we are discovering some real blessing and benefit of digital discipleship, but we also want to talk to you about subscribing to our YouTube channel. Again, it's under the church's name, and you'll get some different uh, video devotions each day. So if you're looking for another venue, maybe it'll work for you. God bless.